Hello and welcome back to Bourbon Barrel Talk. I'm your host, Scott Minton. Today we are sitting down in the Bourbon Lounge. Once again, we are hanging with uh, Mr. Nick Hayden and uh, Mr. Stephen J. Scott. How's it going, fellas? Great. And silence, cricket, cricket. Like, Come on, you got to answer faster <laughs> than that, fellas. Like Jack and Diane, I'm doing the best that I can. There you go. Wow. Are you hanging out by the Tasty Freeze? Sipping on Maybe. Bobby Book Slaps? I, don't, I, 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 know, I know some of the lyrics, but my, my brain's a little dead right now. Bobby Brooks was, was a big thing back when I was in college. There you go. Hot dang, man. I, I'm more impressed with uh, how Steven's trying to copy my beard, my uh, beard going on here. You know, he, he, he's like a week out of retirement, and he's already, my, you know. It's tried. my own things. Now you, no copycat. <laughs> I know, man. He's actually, I guess, copying me because I'm the one with more gray. <laughs> <laughs> I think it looks better on him than me, though, you know. Oh, it, it definitely looks way better on him than me. I mean, I, <laughs> when you go up and down the street and people throw quarters at you, you know. No, I'm kidding. Hey, you know what? Easy way to make a buck, right? Right. <laughs> Four of them, you get a dollar. So, hey, uh, as we continue uh, the series, uh, you know, as we talked on the last episode, we're, we're looking at everyday shelfers, things you should be able to find on uh, the old good old uh, shelves at every liquor store, things like that. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about, uh, A, one of my personal favorites, OGD 114, and then uh, one of them is one that uh, people are asking about a lot. Nick even mentioned, you know, his buddies and other people that, you know, don't get to Kentucky very often. There's one called Kentucky Parp. So, while we're sipping on these and talking through them and things like that, I'm going to let you give a little background on the Kentucky Parp, and then uh, I'll tell a little story about OGD 114 that some people may or may not know, and if they don't, great and if they do too bad you're gonna have to listen to my boring story about old granddad 114 sound fair enough fellas sounds good to me all right we're gonna dive into this kentucky par yep. everybody get a nice little smell and then uh I'm, I'm actually i'm gonna i'm gonna give the mic to you nick and you tell a little story about it while i'm i'm, I'm smelling and tasting and then i'll take over from there yeah so it's a uh, kentucky par is a 12 year right at a uh, 100 proof uh, my understanding is it's a resurrected brand. So a, a group of investors, I think, started it about two or three years ago. Um, and I think they were working hard. Uh, bottle's nice. It's, I mean, nothing that's going to stand out. I think it uh, retails for 120 which is a little bit of a hit out of the old pocketbook at most stores. But it can be found on the shelves. I've seen it uh, a lot of places. Um, again, nothing too fancy about it. It's a uh, 12-year so I'm going to ask you a question because I can't remember right off the top of my head. Is Kentucky Par and Old Tub the same company? I don't know. I don't have the answer to that. Okay, good deal. We can always we can always Google it later and answer it on another episode or something. But I was just kind of curious. Old Tub is Jim Beam. Is that what it is? Sorry, is that what it is? <laughs> <laughs> yes. See, I, I think this yes, is. Use, use your mic, Scott. I, I, I think this is from what I've heard. I think this is Barton, twelve year Barton. So it. it I, based on the smell I'm maybe not disagreeing with you and the funny thing is you know I've only had this a few times it's definitely got a, a neat characteristic on the nose I think you get a lot like almost like peanuts like, like on the nose like you get like this like nuttiness I could see that it it seems reminiscent of a like a low rye because you get a little bit of that 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 um, heat or peppery smell on the front side yeah, and you get a little more of those like that spice on the like the back of your palate, but then it just like fades off really quick. And I think that was my biggest complaint when I've had this is uh, like some of these finishes like really hang on and, and sit in the middle of your chest. That big Kentucky hug. This one it seems like it just like you get a nose. You get like this. To me again, you get like this peanutty nose, 
the front palate's like, uh, and then you get some spices mid palate, and then it just like drops off. But again, that's just me. Hits hits your throat, and that's the end of it. Yes. Yeah. So the finish is very very lackluster. Um, it's not bad. It's just it's just there's not a whole lot there, right? But that up front, like it's very you, you've got the spice, you've got a little bit of mint. Um, I'm gonna call it. So the malt actually comes through on this pour to me. You get a little bit almost like a malt from like a chocolate malted shake or you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I could I, I could definitely see that. And then um, the black pepper um, is definitely there. It's very, I don't know. I mean, you, you get that, you get that again on that back end of that palate, like on that, you know. The... So if it's Barton though, it doesn't, it's, it, it, it doesn't come through as like, 1792 foolproof or anything i'm like this is like very old barton like right. it's a well man i'm all over this mic today what is up are, with are that? we going to give you like a sobriety i know to, for I mean, real no i just i don't know my my, my hands are all maybe, up in the maybe place. you're so excited <laughs> that's it <laughs> i am actually excited we, we 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 were off for a few weeks you know we recorded a bunch of episodes in advance and we're, we're back at it today and you know we're having great conversation and I always in, enjoy my time I spend with uh, the legend and Mr. Nick. So I like the fact that this is not fruity or floral. It's just it's a different taste. Yeah. But I, I, like I said, and, and I don't drink a lot of Barton or Vario Barton. You know, I, I do like a, a, a 1792 foolproof, and I only drink it because it is a foolproof. And I'll tell you what, what was it, a 12-year or a 225 you brought in a few weeks back or – about a month or two ago. 225. The 225. And that was a good pour. But most of the stuff I get from 1792 or Barton, it's just, it, I don't know. I, I don't know why, but it just, it's more almost like, it's it's too earthy for me, I guess would be the best way to put it. You get like grass and like, and I do get floral from it, but, but the floral I get are like weird floral, like honeysuckle or, you know, uh, like a mulberry tree, like how that smells, you know, in the in, in full bloom or, or, or a cherry blossom tree, something like that. But I don't know. It's all different. I don't get any baking spice. Like, it's just, to me, it's just, the nose is just different on this than most others. Yeah. It's, uh, I think the, the big thing, my big drawback with this is probably going to be the price point. I mean, when you go out to a store and it's $115, $120, me, I don't know if I could justify that for this bottle. <laughs> it's easy to walk by. Yeah. Um, and, and like Scott mentioned earlier, uh, a lot of people see it on the shelf, and they always ask because it's usually on the upper upper shelf or in the lock cabinet due to the price point. And you see a lot of people asking questions about it. And you know, it's one of those: do you pull the trigger? You know, do you have those regrets? Um, it's fine. Regrets. Regrets. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. It's like it's, a bad tattoo. <laughs> yeah. Again, it's I, I'm I'm not disappointed. I have one on the bar for people to try. But I don't know, again, if I'd rush out there and buy another one. So the water changes the nose. It does bring a little bit more of that spice forward. And in a good way, I get a little bit more, um, almost like a clove or, um, it's just, it, it's, it's hard to come off of. But yeah, it's more, more it's not clovey. As, not as peppery. Yeah, the, the pepper kind of, it's weird. It's almost like peppermint now, though. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you get the, the pepper definitely mellows. Yeah, on the back end. So this is this is one of the few I would say. Hey, I, I actually prefer it with a little bit of water, just a couple of drops, because it does take away some of that that bite off the front end, and it does uh, take away that mint flavor. Because I'm, I'm not think, a big mint guy. I think it gives a the taste a better taste. It's, yeah, 
It, but it, there's more to it than there was neat. Yeah, it definitely made it a little bit more complex. You get a little bit more of those sugar notes. You get a little bit like, a, you know, to me, it's almost like a maple syrup. Not quite caramel or vanilla, but it's more like maple syrup on, on the palate whenever you uh, get the water in there. Weird. I'll tell you, it's <laughs> it's almost like gum, too, though, like chewing gum. I mean, after after you uh, finish off your glass, yeah. I mean, you, you can smell it. Like I don't know, like... Yeah, I mean, we've been rinsing out our, our glens after each one, and it has, I don't know, very unique, very unique. Yeah. There's almost more nose in the empty glass than there was in the full glass. Yes. <laughs> well, the water definitely changed the nose on it for sure. Um, like I said, it's weird. Almost got like a bubble gum, like almost like a not quite juicy fruit, but like something in that family. I'm going to go with that, you know, that big roll, the gum tape. Yeah. That's that's what I'm envisioning. There you like, go. Like uh, what is it? The six foot long gum yeah. tape. Yeah, no, I know what you, gum by the foot. Yes, when you'd go out to like baseball little league games and just like throw like the entire thing in. Like, hey, I need one of these. And yeah. You're supposed to take off like a little bit and you'd like throw the entire thing in. Yeah, that's it. It does. It's got almost like a chewing gum type, you know, flavor to it, and then the nose too. You get almost like that that sugary like fake sugar confectioner sugar, you know, in there on that. That's a nice bazooka. Bazooka bubble gum, man. I'll tell you what, you can't go wrong with bazooka. You might, you, we, we might be too old for Nick. Well, no, about I know bazooka. What about a big chew? Big lead chew? Yeah. yeah. So typically, it's funny, regular big lead chew was never my, my cup of tea. I was a great big lead chew guy. So whenever I try something that tastes like big lead chew, it's usually something that's super, it's, or it's been finished in a port or something <laughs> like that. I will say, looking at both the Kentucky Par an old granddad. The Kentucky part definitely had a, a darker hue to it. Like it was, it, it was definitely more rich in color than the old granddad looking up in the light. So, oh, for sure. But, but I'd expect that because you got a twelve-year versus six, eight-year yeah, blend, like yep. a blend. No, for sure. So we're gonna dive into this OGD one fourteen, which I'm gonna let you all sniff it and smell it and all that good stuff, and we'll kind of go from there. While you're doing that, I'm gonna tell a little story about it. So for people that don't know. Oh, Granddad 114 is actually just Basil Hayden. You know, <laughs> the the dude on the front picture is Basil Hayden. Um, so if you like Basil Hayden, or even if you don't like Basil Hayden, because I'm actually not a big Basil Hayden fan, but I love OGD 114. And I don't know if it's because it's a higher proof and you're going from AD to 114. But to me, it definitely gives you a little bit more um, complexity to it. But the reason I love OG 114 is the fact that uh, the old school bottles, the 1980s, 1990 bottles, and if you've had any of them, they're just super sweet, super fragrant, and just have a whole lot of incredible um, flavor profile to them. So It probably has the biggest cork I've seen on a bottle. That's what she said. <laughs> it really fits the big hole, right? Um but yeah, I, we we actually talked about that before we jumped on Mike. The fact that the, the cork is massive. I, I, that's the one problem I don't like about the bottle is because I find that it's I, I almost always get floaties whenever I, I pour a bottle of OGD. Isn't a Basil Hayden? Doesn't he have like a University of Kentucky ties or something like that? I thought I when Kentucky was like failing miserably during basketball, they brought up like Basil Hayden or something like that. It's Maybe good, good possibility. I don't okay. know. We might need a fact check. Fact but. check. That's that's Matt's job. I mean, he's supposed to be the Google guy. Him and Josh, they're, they're my they're my Google fact check guy. You know, I, I have Sprint, so I, I've got no <laughs> shot of getting a signal anywhere. <laughs> I'm sorry, Sprint. Now a family member of T-Mobile, <laughs> so I have the two worst cell phone company. Though. <laughs> 
I keep on here. So, Stephen, what's your what's your first thoughts on this nose? Did you try a little taste yet? Where where, where are you at on this bad boy? Then we'll get back over to Nick and me. Well, I don't really find anything jumping out at me on the nose. It's not bad. It's just not remarkable, not noteworthy hmm. to me. All right, Nick. Okay. IMHO. I, I am sort of right. I, I did do Matt's job since he is not here. So Basil Ewing Hayden was an American college basketball player. Started off at Transylvania and then went to the University of Kentucky. He went to Transy, huh? That's what it says right here. The old Google. There you go. I'll be dang. So his grandson is the one that actually made old grand at 114. Yes, I think Basil was, yeah. Yep, he was already retired and... He might have even have been passed away when he made O Grand yeah. at 114, but he took the original mash bill, which I think is like 63-13 or no, 73-13, something like that. Which makes sense with the chemistry. I think he, uh, uh, again, I'll probably the fact I think he like was a co- uh, assistant coach or something for like a couple years and then went whatever this was. This, hmm. But There you go. So for me, I, I actually, I, I like the nose on this one. A, you get a little bit of spice, but you also get the caramel and you get a little bit of brown sugar. And, and, and it's almost like a toasted brown sugar, like a, like a creme brulee might have or something like that on the nose. This one's a lot sweeter than the Kentucky Par. For sure on the nose. I haven't, I haven't dove in on the flavor. I mean, from what I remember from drinking it, you know, all these years, it, it's just definitely sweeter than Kentucky Par. But I'm about to dive in here. What about those legs, Nick? Not, not as not as oily as the uh, Kentucky Par. Again, it's a little. I brought this up earlier, but it's, the coloring's a lot lighter. But again, that's to be expected when you talk about you know seven seven year old uh, small batch versus you know a twelve year. So I'd expect that. So it's definitely a little lighter. But again, you definitely get that those sweeter notes on the nose. This finish is hanging on a little more. Like it doesn't drop off. Like well, Kentucky you are jumping to one fourteen too. Yeah, true. So. So for me, I I just I love this pour, and I, and I it's one of those things that hey I like the spice up front I like the finishes it's it's got a good smooth finish it's not super long but it is smooth but uh it really brings out you know those those sweeter flavors with that rye bite because it does have a rye bite to it but it's it's all right at the front part of your palate and then the mid is just nothing but sweet and smooth and it's got just a great great feel to it. What what is the price point on this? Do you know? Oh. 28 to 30 bucks 32 dollars i mean it's on the lower price point side that's one of the other reasons why i like it is the fact that you know if you uh you can drink a lot of it a you can drink a lot of it <laughs> for the price but b um for the price you can get there quick right i mean 114 is a is stouter than you know 80 and 90 proofs in your standard bourbon so if you really want to you know dive in plus it'll hold up to water so we'll, we'll drink it here in a second when i add some water to it I usually will put a full rock in there and just kind of let it sit and mellow, put three or four fingers in there on top of the ice and go from there. I could definitely see this on a blind flight throwing people for a loop. Like oh, it, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I mean, usually I, I personally do our early times bottle and bond blue label, uh, but I could definitely see this one putting it on a blind flight without people knowing about it. And then and it probably finishing, I'd probably say the middle. I don't know if it finished near the top, but I, I bet it'd throw enough people for a loop. It'd probably be right in the middle range. I think you might be surprised. It might finish more towards the top than you realize. And, and the only reason I say that is because it's just, it's got a lot of complexity to it as far as like, A, the nose is good. B, you get, you know, the the clove sweetness, you know, in that mid palate, you get a little bit of, you know, the, the caramel and the vanilla, you know, the brown sugar. The, the taste is much better neat 
than the Kentucky Par was. Yes, yes. for sure. Yes, 100% on that one. Probably even better than when we added the water to the Kentucky yeah. Par. I'd almost like to see this on like a true blind. Like you get the colored glens, so you don't... Because if you take away the color, you know, you, you take away one of the aspects where people can probably differentiate the age. So you take away that color... And again, I, I bet this would really throw people for a loop. Like, I, if I put it in a decanter and you didn't see Old Granddad and you didn't know that was $26 and I put it in a nice decanter on the bar, I bet they would probably think it's about a $100, $100 bottle. No, I, I, I agree. It's definitely a solid pour. When you add water to it, though, I will say the spice comes out um, and you lose a little bit of the sweetness, but the finish even opens up even more. Like, you get a more of that Kentucky hug, you get a little bit more complexity to the finish which is one of the reasons why i really enjoy this one whenever i just put a rock of ice on it you know just let it sit and sit by the fire with with your buddies talking and it really gives you that nice uh warm you know warm and fuzzies hug on the bottom and on the back end this bottle may not last long when it gets home uh-oh. Stephen's over there one. eyeing it. I know. You better watch it. it. It's his bottle. It's my so, bottle. Yeah. Oh. He can eye it all he wants. <laughs> Maybe right? I need to eye it. No. <laughs> so uh, it, it definitely is one of these ones that I, I, I've always just really enjoyed the OGD 114. But like I said, I, I've got a special place in my, place in my heart for the, the dusty ones when you can find them. Yeah. Not being biased at all, I'd probably go and buy three or four of those bottles versus the Kentucky Par. And that's just my take. I would rather have three or four of those on my shelf than the Kentucky part. Now, granted, two different taste profiles, but when we're talking about nickels and dimes and we're getting down to the brass tacks, I mean. Yeah, if you're going to spend 100 bucks, right, would you rather buy three of those or one of those? Yes. Three so, of those. Yes. <laughs> I, I'm with you 100%. That, that's what I'm getting at. It's, And I think if the, the price point was slightly different on the Kentucky par, I could probably get behind it a little more, but – I think that's why a lot of people that one one twenty ish price tag. I mean, really is a is a gut punch when you got some of these uh, bottom shelfers, I guess, or just I, I'm just calling call them shelfers. Yeah, shelfers. I don't want to call them bottom shelfers. You know, it, it's hard because you know because you go into the liquor I mean, it's store. It's not Kentucky Gentleman or Kentucky Tavern. Oh yeah. Or what about <laughs> what 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 about the old Save a Lot? Like <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, I will say though, I did get some bourbon. I don't remember what it was called, but my buddy of mine picked it up at Aldi's. And it was just some weird off-name stuff I'd never even heard of. And we were drinking it. And I was like, actually, it wasn't horrible. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean I've mean, i had some of the, was it Kirkland's? Is that the Costco brand? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've had some of their stuff. And, I mean, it's pretty solid. I mean, you get like you have to buy like five gallons of it. But still. They're going to be 1792 sorts now. Yeah. That's what I'd read. Starting next month, I think it comes Something out. Something like that. Yep. So, I don't know. So, Old Grand M 114, Kentucky Par. Price point on Kentucky Par, we, we've all agreed it's a little too high for what you're getting. And the Old Grand M 114, good, solid, every day. And it, and it and it's towards the bottom shelf, right? Like, I mean, that, well, that th- price point. That's what I was going to say. Uh, if I can remember Total Wine, I think it's like on the second shelf from the bottom on the on the, on the left. Uh, from like at the paddocks or St. Matt's or whatever it is. Yeah. But it's... Uh, I'd rather have three of those to my one Kentucky par, honestly. And I think I think I would honestly, I'd love to put that in my decanter, and then pour people a pour, and then have them just try to guess because I don't think anybody would guess 
if I give them like three guesses, I don't think anyone would guess that. And I, I, I will stand by. I think that would throw people for a loop on a on a three or four panel blind flight, and I bet it finishes near the middle. I'd go with you, maybe near the top. I don't think it's going to be at the top, but no. it, but it's going to be. It'll throw people for a loop enough that it will. It'll be up there. They'll they'll question be like, what is this? And yeah. it'll be like, this is a twenty six dollar bottle. Yeah, OGD one fourteen is very reminiscent to me of JTS Brown bottled and bond in some capacity. Only JTS bottled and bond. Let's be honest, that's bottom shelf, but it's a good solid pour, right? And a hundred proof, and maybe that's one we'll, we'll 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 sip and go through on the show here in the next little bit. But I'll tell you, it's just a. Uh, this to me it's just a good solid drinker right i mean it's something you you a matter of fact i mean of of the other episodes we've done so far i think we tried you know on last week or the week before we would try bullet and in woodford i mean to me this is just as good as either one of those and they're 40 dollars bottles right better yeah yeah better. so and you know if you if you read facebook posts and stuff especially when people are talking about shelfers ogd 114 always gets high praise yeah, it, it does. It does. I've never seen it panned. Yep. So, and 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 we and we found out today that this one's not going to last long when it goes to Stephen's house. I, I I predict a Chuck video tonight. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Depends on when my wife goes to bed. <laughs> Is she retired too? Oh yeah. Okay. So now they're both retired. So now he can't he can't sneak in there. You know, <laughs> into the bunker or outside. Or are, are you usually outside? I'm Usually. in the basement. You're usually. in the basement. I, I can't tell because the light's kind of weird in the background. Yeah, it's, and it's the dungeon. The dungeon. The bourbon dungeon. <laughs> Sex dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> you old cat, you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Kentucky Paro, Granddad 114. Um, I think we've said what we believe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, both good solid pours go out and get them get them to try them uh for bourbon barrel talk you can find us at uh facebook twitter instagram all those good things you can also hit the subscribe button don't forget to do that ding the bell if you're listening to us on uh what is it uh youtube um hopefully we'll get some video out a little bit more here in the near future and we'll kind of keep going and plugging and chucking from there but uh scott steven nick signing out peace